Shack, Shack and Benny. Well, hello. Welcome to this exciting week's episode of Some Assembly Required. Uh, it's been a long summer. Hey, eh, Pastor Renee? Sure has been. Really hot. Yeah. Really hot. So much so. Like and our story today. Yes, like the story today. <laughs> That's pretty good. I <laughs> like that. Heat. That's pretty Lots clever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of heat. Throwing down some heat today. So what's today's story that we're looking at? Yeah, we're looking at uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And if you are a VeggieTale fan, it would be Rack, Shack, and Benny, Rack, and Shack King Nebi. King Nebi. King Nebi. So. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get some perspective here, real quick. Um, for those who haven't seen the sermon from the previous Sunday that we just mm -hmm. had, uh, what's the story about? Yeah. So these three young guys, uh, young adults, mm -hmm. really late in their late teens, they've been uh, captured taken uh, to Babylon and um, taken into the king's service, essentially. Okay. And they were a sort of uh, royalty, if you will, in the royal, uh, in the, uh, the Israelite uh, families. And so they were taking David, uh, Daniel, excuse me, as well. Mm -hmm. And um, and so in chapter one, they, uh, you know, they've proved themselves, they've proved to themselves that they can um, trusting God and, and actually push back against their captors. Yeah. And so once again in uh, chapter three, we're going to see them push back mm. um, okay. and just say, actually, you know what? We're going to, we're going to do what God asks us to do here. So these yeah. young guys, they just, I find this story so inspiring. They're young mm -hmm. uh, and they really have to sort of stand up for their faith in front of every single important person, <laughs> uh, including the king. Um, in front of all of them, they have to stand up and sort of say, no, we're actually yeah. not going to do that. So yeah. I, I just, I love the story. I find them so impressive. Yeah, that's really neat. I think it's a fast fact here, but it could be a wrong fast fact in that I'm pretty sure Daniel and these guys, they're actually in the first exile. So there's there's not the one of the, nor the Northern Kingdom and all that with Assyria, but I think uh, King Nebuchadnezzar comes to Jerusalem once beforehand. And I think there's a mini exile then, and then they rebel and then bad one when he comes back and destroys the temple is the one we all know mm -hmm. so i'm pretty sure that they're actually they live in babylon before everybody else for a while so they're getting used to the customs there yeah. um so yeah this is a really neat story and how it breaks down for these young people as you said standing up for their faith in the midst of every person i don't know about you i've had a few times where i've had to do that in person maybe not like to that extent obviously right. but it can be nerve-wracking. Mm -hmm. I think I'm even more guilty of the, uh, oh, I feel like I should say this, and then I don't. Right. Personally. And usually for me, it's like in front of one or two people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? it's, it's not it's even not... That, that big of a deal, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like it happened more when I was a kid in school, though, where I was like, mm. oh, I know what's right, and I know I should do this. Right. But I was, you know, you just don't have confidence at that right. point in your life or whatever. So In front of your buddies or in front of friends. And mm -hmm. um, and not it's not usually adults when you're younger, right? It's not like adults saying you need to do this thing and mm -hmm. you know it's immoral or against what you know God would want you to do or, or your parents even. Yeah. Um, and so as you get older, I think the crowd becomes older and more menacing yeah. too, right? Yeah. Well, in, in today's day and age too, I feel we live in a place in the world where there's freedom of speech. And mm -hmm. so... Yeah. I, I feel like I should stand up for what I believe in and you say it and then but instead of people just looking at you or maybe this situation then they they have their own comments back right so it's yeah. a little like intimidating that way sometimes yeah especially if you're standing up on social media oh for something. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah chewed exactly. up and spit out pretty fast exactly yeah that's true <laughs> so let's let's look at these guys it's so interesting I know we've talked a bit about this before in the past this is 
you know, one of your favorite stories yeah. from the Bible. Uh, we just looked at it with the junior highs just uh, mm -hmm. a month or so ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, the thing that really stands out about these guys is the fact that they don't argue. Right. right? Like they, yeah. they say, this is what we believe. Mm -hmm. And then that's it. Yeah. And so they, which is weird to us, right? Because we feel, I don't know, I feel like more often than not, there is an argument, as I just said, in this day and age. The defense, defensiveness, like, yeah. I need to defend this. Yeah. Absolutely. Every time. For sure. But these guys don't do that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So what do you think about that? What yeah. I mean, I, I feel it's more bold to just make the statement and not defend yourselves. It took more boldness, more mm -hmm. courage mm -hmm. than to try and stand up and defend yourself over it. They, they just, they're so plain. Um, so if, if this new, if the story is a little bit newer to you, you know, King Nebuchadnezzar says like, if you don't bow down to this idol I've made, basically, mm -hmm. if you don't worship me, Mm -hmm. along with every single important person in this kingdom. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to throw you into the fiery furnace. Like you're, you're going to be thrown into fire. You're going to die. Mm -hmm. It's uh, there's no middle ground. There's no compromise. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, if you don't really feel like it, there's nothing like that. Yeah. Um, and there's tattletales amongst them. And so they don't bow down. Like they're, they're all in this flat area. The King maybe could have even seen them because they're mm -hmm. all standing there. Everyone bows down except these three guys. Mm -hmm. And then, um, these other astrologers, it says they told on them, Hey King, just so you know, like they don't, they're not doing Those the right guys thing constantly though. Hey, Stinking. Just... There's always tattletales, aren't there? Oh yeah, and... <laughs> for sure. On Daniel, it happens a couple exactly. times. Yes. Like, yeah. Geez. This book is full of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so King Nebuchadnezzar brings them up and just says, okay, like, like, you know, let's just be sure that you, you are doing the wrong thing here. Like, mm -hmm. let's be sure. And so he asks them. And uh, they, they are just so plain. They don't throw a fit. They're not yelling. They're just plain. And this is what yeah. they say. King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. Hmm. If we're thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it. And he will deliver us from mm -hmm. you. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold that you have set up. And it's just so, um, they don't take him to task. Like this is immoral. This is against what God, mm -hmm. you know, it's just, you know, we're not going to do that. And, and we don't have to defend ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, we know the truth. We like, we know that God could save us. Mm -hmm. Um, he can save us. We know he has the power. I love mm -hmm. that they're claiming his power there. Like we know that he can save us in Daniel chapter one, God already saved them from something and, 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 mm -hmm. um, and helped them even in their captivity. Yeah. Um, and they're just, they're just so, they're stoically, um, they're just, I, I feel like it's probably really quiet, right? Because all these other important people are just watching. Like, what's going to happen here? Mm. The king is I wonder if he's watching too. Who, the king? Yeah, because he's done so many things where, like, God has proven himself to be real through yes. these men. And yet, he, he's still willing to do this. I almost wonder if he's like... I want to see another miracle. Go right, ahead. Right, because in chapter one, the king says, these guys are smarter than all of my wise guys. Mm -hmm. Like, So the king already knows that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it is odd. Yeah, and just... Another test. I, I forget the timeline here, but, you know, there's, like, the other dream he has. Yes, Daniel yeah. interprets it, like, tells yeah. him what the dream is, two, and yeah. he won't even tell mm -hmm. anyone what it is. Right. Like, so I almost wonder if he's like, yeah, I want to see another miracle, right? Almost makes me think of, like, uh, is, it, uh, is it Jesus... The whole thing about him and Herod or something, I don't know. And like uh, they, uh, you know, show me a miracle or whatever and mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff. Like people are always looking for those kinds of things, right? Right. But right. 
the interesting thing, and I feel as a Christian too, I often am like, oh God, you know, this would be so neat to see this, you do this mm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But despite the fact in this story, sorry, this yes. is a side thought here, but despite yeah. the fact that he sees a miracle in the story, we never hear that he like, is like, I'm going to follow Yahweh now. Like turn the whole nation into Jews, right? Like in a sense of following him, like uh, diligently. Because Nebuchadnezzar goes on and does other things that aren't really that great mm-hmm. as it is, right? So, But at the end of the chapter, he, d- he does, it, it's like he... It's like he acknowledges the miracle for a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the whole country doesn't repent kind of like Nineveh, right? Like everyone, yeah. the king yeah. calls everyone to repentance. No, I mean, kind of. He's, he's saying, praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Um, and he does decree um, that anyone who says anything against their God mm-hmm. will be cut into pieces. Okay? It's kind mm-hmm. of extreme again. Um, but kind of after that language, if you read into the rest of Daniel... Mm-hmm. You know that sort of miraculous moment. It's like it disappeared or well, something. Well, he doesn't take the, the he doesn't take the statue down. It doesn't no, say he does no. any of that, right? <laughs> right. He just he promotes Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Here, you can have a better job in my kingdom that I'm going to run the way I've been running it this whole time. Yeah. Like so, yeah. I mean, it, it definitely. I feel like the, the, the miracle is a momentary thing for the king, and it's like, yeah, that's great. Mm. Okay, next chapter, right? It, mm. It's like. Just didn't miss a beat in how missing, he lived his it's life. Missing the repentance part. Right? The repentance and relationships. He doesn't have a start yeah. a personal. There's no personal change. Yeah. Right in his life. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. um. Yeah. So there's super go, jumping back though. Sorry, mm. there was a whole side thought. No, there no, it's that, good. It's good. Uh, with the miracle thing, but he. So they're so bold, mm-hmm. and but they're respectful too at the same time. I mean, extremely. They are dealing with a situation that I would say is evil now. When I look at this circumstance and I think, okay, standing up for your faith or whatever, I feel like it's really tough today because I've seen a lot of Christians who are, quote unquote, maybe trying to do the best they can, but quote unquote, mm-hmm. standing up for their faith mm-hmm. and they're really just nitpicking somebody else's faults or something of that nature. Right. But so I think, I don't know, maybe we could have a conversation about they're attacking the wickedness here versus like the sinner in a sense, like they are standing right. up for for God as I don't know. So you, mm-hmm. you want to mm-hmm. help me walk through that? Yeah. Well, like they're being asked to work, to deny God and worship another God. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's not like, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a, an example where it would be kind of like, well, mm-hmm. you know, that maybe isn't a good choice, but it's not an evil choice. Mm-hmm. Worshiping another God mm-hmm. would be an evil choice. And all through the old Testament, Israel's constantly in this cycle of getting into a, worshiping other gods and then having to come to repentance through some sort of significant crisis situation, right? You yeah. see that in Gideon too, and, and then sort of coming back to a time of repentance. Mm-hmm. And their their choice is worship God or worship the king. Mm-hmm. Um, there, it's, it's not like, oh, should we, you know, should we give $30 to this homeless person or should we just walk by? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like it's a, and I'm not trying to downplay that situation. I just, I feel like it's a way bigger situation than things mm-hmm. we're fighting about. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. This might be more extreme or whatever like that, but I feel like it's a one-to-one kind of example. In my mm-hmm. head, I'm thinking it would be like our prime minister or whoever right. saying, do you support me with your vote? And people go out and vote and we do all right. that kind of right. process. But instead them going, uh, you're not allowed to go to church anymore. Yeah. Like you have to worship me. Like you mm-hmm. worship the state. Yeah. I we're the ones in charge, and so you should pray for us to be kind. Like you pray yeah. to us, and like that kind of extreme thing. And yeah. I feel like we sometimes maybe blur the lines, and we think the whole like 
oh, you support this person means that you're this way. Right. But it's really, that's how extreme it was. It was extreme. Yeah. No, that's, I think that's a good example because it kind of puts it way out there. That, it, that mm-hmm. was way out there. Yeah. I mean, this was a massive, what, six-story statue oh. built be like of a parliament himself. building becoming a statue of the prime right. minister. Like, of the current prime minister. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's it's pretty extreme. I mean, for sure. King Nebuchadnezzar feels fairly strongly about himself, mm-hmm. one could say. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I love, too, how they say it, the whole, like you said, the whole line about um, even if he doesn't save us. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're going to witness a beautiful miracle, top 10 miracle in yeah. you know, the Old Testament. Mm-hmm occur here from these three random guys. I mean, mm-hmm. they're not even prophets or anything. They're no. just random. They're young women. adults. Like, they're young teenagers. Like, yeah. Yeah, old teens, young adults, yeah. Shows the power of what God can do with anybody. Oh, mer- yeah, for sure. Right? For sure. And I love, though, how they profess that mm-hmm. that line about um, even if he doesn't save us, mm-hmm. like, he's still God. Like, there is a confidence there. I feel like it's almost a confidence that's reminiscent of the story of Abraham and Isaac. You know, Paul, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Paul later on even says it like he was, he, you know, was considered uh, uh, righteous because he was willing to put yes. Isaac to death because he knew that God could even raise him from the dead. Right. Like mm-hmm. there's just this mm-hmm. confidence, this underlying confidence yeah. in this person. Yeah. So what do you think of that? Yeah. I mean, verse 18 is certainly my, one of my life verses that I kind of hold on to quite a bit in a number of situations I have said um, to the Lord, okay, I, I know you can do this. We're in a crisis situation right now. I know that you can do this. And I, but even if you don't do that, like I know that you're still God mm. and I know that you're still good. And, and I know the things about you that are true have not changed. Mm-hmm. And so to try and, um, train my brain and I can say those words sometimes with my mouth in crisis situations. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure my heart is totally there, but I, I say it because I know it's true. Mm-hmm. And I say it until I believe that it's true, right? Mm. And so um, I just, I love that they're willing to say, you know, we might die. We might die. But that does not change who God is. It doesn't change how much we worship him and love him. And it's not going to change our decision Mm -hmm. to worship you. Um, We know that God can do that. But even if he doesn't do it this way, in the way that we're thinking he might, Mm -hmm. you know, he's still God. Yeah. And he's still God. I think that's really... That should relate to us very much so mm-hmm. on an Anabaptist level, even. Yeah. People who are willing to lay down their life for their faith. Um, yeah. Like that is, I don't know, that's what I get the sense of here, mm-hmm. right? Like they are, mm-hmm. they're not looking for the miracle. They're not looking, they're just looking for standing up for right. what they believe is true, right? Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. not going to fight back about it. No. They're just going, here we are. This yeah. is it. It's we're putting ourselves in God's hands. Yeah. Let him be the judge of what occurs here. Yeah. Right. And many of our early Anabaptists, forefathers and mothers, families yeah. died, died so, for their faith. Yeah. So many because so many. they, they believed so strongly and they weren't going to back down. It was as if they were saying these verses, we know God can save us, but even if he does not, mm-hmm. we're not going to back down. We're not just going to go with the state mm-hmm. church version of things, you know? Yeah. And, and I mean, that kind of courage is wild to me. Mm. Oh, it's wild to me. And you know, that's the thing that inspires me too is those people, those early Anabaptists, just like what probably occurred from this situation too with these mm-hmm. guys, is it inspired so many people to come to faith. The witness of every important person in Babylon oh, just yeah. watch this. Well, and the continuing miracle of them mm-hmm. being thrown in the fire yeah. and not dying and actually an angel or Jesus is walking with them. Yeah, that's an interesting part. Do you think it's an angel or Jesus? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. 
Uh, I don't know what I think it is. Yeah, I, I'd love, I, I mean, I'm willing to go either way. I'm not willing to. It, it preaches well if it's Jesus, right? About no. it. it sure does preach well if it's Jesus. Um, and uh, Like that song that came up from Hillsong recently, Another in the Fire. It, it says oh, that there's another in the one. fire that's, uh, standing next to me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's be honest, Jesus is walking with us through all of our circumstances. So mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense, but oh, for sure. yeah, I, I just, I love that the witness to everyone, mm-hmm. they crowd around in verse uh, 27, it says, so the satraps, the prefects, the governors, all the royal advisors, like everyone, they crowd around them. Mm. They crowd around them and they see that nothing has been harmed and they, that they don't even smell like smoke. Like the, the witness to every important person who has influence over the people of like, it's, it's mind blowing. Oh it's yeah. That's, it's absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, this is one of those situations in the Bible where I'm like, I would love to know more. What happened <laughs> next? What and, happened in the lives of all these people? We yeah. really only read about King Nebuchadnezzar for the yeah. rest of the book. Right. But what happens in all of these? Yeah. Like, have they been changed? Like, do they have, do mm. they have a life change experience with God mm. after this? Like, well, how even, could you not on some level, but even cause the one, uh, soldier guy or whatever that throws him in he dies yes like to know okay it's not like smoke and mirrors here no this this fire Knock was hot wood, smoke and smoke, uh, but, anyways. <laughs> Good uh, job. <laughs> but it's you know it's a real thing yeah and they just witnessed a miracle i always wondered mm-hmm. if i ever saw one of the like the bible miracles these big miracles that occurred mm-hmm. what i would do like if my brain like when jesus calms mm-hmm. a storm even like would my brain comprehend it right you know i'd just be like what just happened I don't understand. <laughs> Would we question it like we question everything else? Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, probably, because we're just human like that. But So if you had to give us maybe one line, one line of thought here, mm. based off this story, something to encourage us to speak, uh, maybe to provoke us or make us think. <laughs> provoke? Yeah, yeah. I love to provoke. Um, yeah. What would you do for this one? Yeah, I think I would just sit on, on these words, and maybe the challenge is, are you willing... Um, are you willing to say God is God, um, even if not, right? Even if he does not in your mm-hmm. life. So even if the circumstance or situation you're praying for doesn't change in the way that you imagine it, mm-hmm. um, God is still God and he is still good. And, um, you know, are we willing to sort of open our hands and say, okay, in this crisis situation that we're in right now, um, God, you know, are you going to do it this way? E- even if you don't do it this way. Yeah. Um, yeah I like that it makes me think makes me really think about my relationship with him mm-hmm. right? well Pastor Renee thank you so much for coming here this week and, and chatting with us about this interesting story and topic I mean this is wrapping it up for the summer though right yeah for sure so on to the fall long onward s- long story <laughs> short is officially wrapping up and uh, mm-hmm. it's been a fun time though looking at these stories again and, yeah. and really just walking through them. I mean, as these people walk through their stories. Yeah, occurred, but, that's good. Uh, we just pray that God blesses you in your everyday context as you continue to follow him wherever you're at. And we just pray that you would spend some time with the Lord this week as you mm-hmm. think about these, th- these thoughts that we presented today. We pray that God blesses you. Have a great week.